Welcome back to the Canadian Gum Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. And uh, it's been a while since we've done this. I'm uh, <clears throat> pleased to announce that uh, podcasts are going to become a regular thing again. Uh, took a little time uh, to gather my thoughts to uh, take in the circus, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, yes, I know it's very fucking serious. But at the same time, if you don't approach this thing with some semblance of a uh, half-decent sense of humor, how else would you survive? Because it is absolutely fucking crazy out there. I don't even know where to begin. I'm sure there's so many people that want to talk about so many different things. Joining me tonight, none other than podcast, Brian. Hey. Big Simon is joining us tonight again, folks. Hello. Oh, oh, you cut out there for a second. Hold on. Look at that. Your voice, your voice got cut out for a second. Hello. There you go. Right on. I had to dust off the old podcast equipment. And the lovely Heather, of course. Hello. All right. Well... Where do we even start? Yeah, which circus would you like well, to discuss? I, you know, we have so many going Barnum on. Barnum and Bailey's over here, and yeah, it's just been absolutely crazy. Um, so many things have happened in such a short span of time. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I'd we, say the last week has been uh, oh, it's just, pretty eventful it's, on multiple fronts. Honestly, it's like you're sitting in the front seat of a sports car with a meth head who just turned his head to you and says, you know what? I really loved her. And then steps on the accelerator. And it's like, I feel like I'm on this wild ride I want to get off of. You know, and uh, by the way, that was an awesome meme I found on the internet. There's so many great uh, creative people out there. They're throwing things out. Uh, I, I've seen more funny shit. Uh, thank God people have a good sense of humor about mm. this whole thing. There's a revolution being fought with memes only, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? It's working because I'll tell you right now, they are fighting like crazy to fucking get a yeah. control over it. And it, it's become really obvious <clears throat> that uh, the uh, <laughs> the liberals or uh, the Democrats or... Who I, you know, whoever's behind this whole thing, um, you know, continuously want to push to have control of the internet and what people see. And uh, obviously, big tech's on board. Uh, we've been talking about this for years now, folks. Whether you realize it or not, you only get to see as much as they want you, you would to. You think with all the big tech on board that the left could meme worth a hoot, but they can't. <laughs> they still. And they have a whole division of the FBI dedicated <laughs> to trying to communicate with the, with the young people, right? And to be, uh, hey, Bob, how do I be ironic or unironic? Or what is it? How are we... Uh, What's Pepe? And uh, and they're trying. They're focused. There's focus groups. There's flow charts. Mark, I've seen flow charts. It's so sad. How to infiltrate? It's so sad. I've never seen any of their pages. Right wingers. Oh, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's, I. It's funny. Well, they, they, well, well. I mean, if you're into sad kind of funny, I I don't know. I, I just I watch. I watch the right, and I and I hate to call them the right because you know what? There's a lot of creative people on both sides of the political spectrum. But for for the people though that are. Uh, so wildly objectionable to so many different things and lose their shit. I mean, for, for people that are so critical, you'd think they'd be better at making fun of people. It seems like the right has the market cornered on, uh, you know, uh, what's, what's the word well, they're I'm looking pretty for? busy uh, cannibalizing themselves right now. <laughs> and I th it's interesting that we're seeing that, I think, a little bit with the COVID drama and debates that the left has kind of turned amongst themselves. And now it's, you know two vaccine people are dirty and the three vaccine people are better and then the booster people are most superior of all and you can just kind of sit back at this point and watch them they're all unfurling themselves you know 
to uh, <laughs> to watch them lose their shit on one another is always kind of entertaining. Although it is kind of sad to watch, and I'd rather I'd rather see people just waking up to exactly what's going on. It's become frighteningly obvious to anybody paying attention. Um, you know, we, we've definitely got our problems here on actually on both sides of the border, and uh, you know, it, it's never well. I, I don't think we're ever going to see a more exciting time in history. I, like whether people realize it or not, we are totally Simon. Perfect example. Like you wouldn't know. But you know what, when you're, you know, a young man in your twenties, you should be doing, you know, things like chasing girls and, you, you know, feel bad, right? No, 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 no. But, like, I mean, no, but, no, but don't worry. No. Oh yeah. These are the best years of your life. <laughs> Did we tell you? Right. No, no, no. But I think, I think though that it's, um, you know, it's fair to say that, uh, you know, you, your generation, you know, uh, have been robbed in my view, based on the current information that is now readily available, even in the mainstream, I think that we can safely say that your generation has been robbed of two full years of your fucking twenties, right? As far as I'm concerned, the response that they've had to all this shit has cost you unnecessarily two years of fun fucking times. You know, and I mean, well, normal, well, two, normal two social years, interaction, it's two years of life, two years of life. I mean, you could you could drive home tonight and get killed in a car crash. So someone has said your life is on hold. Yeah. And it's unacceptable. Completely. It's like being locked into a jail cell with no charges. So, yeah. Like, you know what? Your um, I mean, your generation's pretty good about it. But I think I think now I'm starting to detect that they're catching on. You know, that maybe it's about time, right? That there's, there's a bit of a setup going on and you know, like how sad is it that like, I mean, honestly, like Heather, you know, a young man, his age, shouldn't he be, shouldn't he be at a phone party in Cancun by yeah, now? I think, I think like it's the, the middle, it's the middle of January is really critical. Like truly you're still developing in your early twenties and interacting with people and socialization face to face uncovered faces you know um not being afraid of each other and giving weird amounts of space and following stickers on the floor it, i think it's important. face diapers yeah i think it's important for development literally our children and our and our young people and people in their 20s are just discovering the world for the first time and this is a really weird way well, no, it's, it's, it. it's it's also encouraging an environment where bigotry is encouraged yeah because this is what it is this is this is giving in to the age-old hatreds that used to be the the realm of of color and creed and religion and so on and now there's just those things are no longer it's no longer acceptable to to um you know, to encourage that type of behavior in people. But now there's a new thing that you can hate people who are different for you, from you for. So it's, it's, uh, it's an artificial construct and it's what the powerful and the political classes have always used to keep, um, the, the plebs at each other's throats and they're doing it again. And it's, it's really frustrating because you find you can't even direct your frustrations and your hostility towards the ruling classes, you have to recognize that it's it's your neighbors and your friends that are the problem and your family that are the problem because they're so willing to just swallow whatever they're told. You know, every time the, the, the stupid box gets turned on or they stick on fascist book and get told what to believe by, you know, some idiot who's, who's a fact checker who's, you know, is just an opinion checker is all they are. <laughs> they, uh, they admitted 
it. They was admitted just, it. They're not, they're not even, you know. <laughs> not even trying to hide it. Like, I mean, it's like fact, when pressed in a courtroom, uh, Facebook executives admitted that the, yeah. the, the fact, the fact checkers are they're not really fact checkers. It's, it's a matter, it, it's a matter of just giving an opinion. Right. It's like, and, what? I mean, they we, they we can't hold accounts over that. Right? Like a, a lot of us knew this all along, but it was so weird. It was such a determined gaslighting for everybody to keep saying, you know, that we were wrong, that the fact checks are arbitrary. It's just people getting paid minimum wage somewhere to say, no, I don't like that. That's it. Yeah. And, but we knew this two years ago and it's, it's frustrating that it's taken this long to have people acknowledge that in general. Well, it's better late than never. And I wanted to add in something quickly. The CTV polls. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the polls. How is that not considered hate speech? Like an identifiable group. Yep. You guys are literally going after them and suggesting you throw them in jail or penalize them over a choice like this is an identifiable group like how is this not violating the hate speech laws okay so so on so let's paint a picture for people that don't uh don't know uh so the ctv news runs an internet poll and the choices are you know i'm paraphrasing you know what do we do with the vaccinated the unvaccinated like what do you what, what do you think we should do jail them yeah, <laughs> this number one, is that that's that one. That there's your there's your first there's your first choice. Jail them. Second choice, I believe, was deny deny them health care. Yeah. Right, and the, and the, and the final choice, of course, you know, no penalty. Right, it's like, oh really? Right, so hold on. You you've identified a group. You're telling you're telling people the choices are throw them in jail or deprive them of a basic need. Even. Making the option no penalty and wording it that way. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Presupposition that there should be a penalty for a crime, right? Like it's built right into the wording. Did you you read that offensive uh, um, uh, column by that that odious twat Heather Malick Mm -hmm. in the Toronto Star where she opined that uh, anyone not uh, vaccinated, how can we ever be forgiven? How, how, oh, can, how can the un, how can the unvaccinated ever be forgiven by the rest of us? And it, you know, like it's at stages like that. The problem is, is that you prompt reactions that that don't. They want to transcend words now. Like you want to throw hands because it's like if you're going to run your mouth like that from behind a keyboard and 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 advocate the, the you know the the lifelong uh, stigmatization of uh, groups of people that simply disagree with you on whether or not you know uh, untested. Uh, uh, unapproved uh, medical um, treatments be applied to someone, you know, uh, and, and they should have no say in it. You know, if you if you had suggested that when it came to other medical treatments uh, several years prior, you would have been seen as the worst kind of conservative uh, uh, fascist misogynist. But now apparently everyone else is allowed to have opinions on what everyone else has to do to their bodies all the time, just so they can live and, it's, and, it's, and, and earn money and, and buy groceries. It's, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. And all these self-righteous uh, virtue signaling pricks out there who uh, who think they're so great i tell you now these are the people that would have called the gestapo on Anne frank they would have gladly picked yep. that phone up and called the police station and said there's someone hiding in an attic get get the police over here it's against the rules so you know i have i have no use for them at all my my contempt and and disgust is is um 
is complete. You, you've you've really managed to uh, to really uh, string that that um, series of contemptible behaviors together to become a real, true, contemptible human being. Oh, okay. And, and I'd like to point out, you know, I, I've had this discussion with people where they're looking at me going, it is approved. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's emergency use approved. Okay. That means that as long as there is a state of emergency, they can hand out something that would otherwise not be made available to you because it has not been properly tested. So whether you realize it or not, or whether you're willing to, you know, admit it or not, you want to stick your head in the stand, fine. But the truth is, is that we're all participating in a grand experiment that would otherwise not be allowed Okay, because the Emergency Act allows them to do this. Okay, so so you know, of course, there's there's a long conversation we can have about the suppression of information, and you know what? I'm always a little bit leery about somebody always telling somebody else to shut up, right? Like, no, you can't, you're not allowed to talk. Like, I mean, why can't we hear the other side of this thing? Like, I mean, and I really do believe that people by now are beginning to really put it together. Whether you hear about them or not, the truth is, is that I believe that more people every day are kind of waking up to the reality that you know something's something's a little more than Who just off it would take uh, four shots to get there but it seems oh. like the fourth is the one that uh, has oh. raised the suspicion where Jeez. people who were fully on board for one two and three are like wait a minute wait a minute wait. don't worry hey listen don't worry we'll have we'll have a brand new shot made available to you for the omicron in march but take this one now that won't work so hold on that brings you to four and then of course between now and march we're gonna get another one so that'll be five and it's like hold it like how much can you take like how much how much how much is safe to take because wait a minute like i mean you're injecting something into your body and i mean you're asking me to do it what four, we want four or five of them in, in a year and a half like that is that even safe like do we even know what's in this shit yet no i think no. that we each know at least one person uh by now who has completely changed their mind on this absolutely who was 100 percent uh bought into the narrative everything they saw on the news very worried very fearful lined up as quick as they could for their vaccines wouldn't listen to any you know discussion of potential side effects they didn't want to hear it and now they are two or three shots in and they're watching how things are unfolding and they're seeing that things don't add up and they're getting nervous and they are because they can't silence them they are starting to hear about people who've died and people are having horrible side effects so it's all coming out i know a couple of people at least who were fully on board and now have completely changed course and it's because they are watching what's happening mm -hmm. uh, well you know what uh you know so that's hopeful because they're going to keep seeing more I, i'm sorry Talk to I'm multiple people at my work who are now oh, wait it cut out there for a second try again I talked to multiple people at my work and other places and they're either two shots in now and now they're like, what did I do this for? Because it just continues now. And now they're like, they were completely on board with this when it first came out and now not so much anymore. Right. Oh, two and, changed two, their tune. two and done. Don't you remember? The, like, don't you don't you remember the summer? You know, two and done. Two, yeah. and, two and done. Oh, 15 two, days. Two and yeah. done. 50, 15 days. Flatten that curve. We're going on to year three. did not listen when we told them a year ago that Justin had bought enough shots for more than 10 for each man, woman and child. And that was considered a Looney Tunes thing to say a year ago. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theorists. But, you know, people had followed the paper, paper trail and the purchases and said, you know, that that's just a fact. He's ordered that much. Um, they didn't believe it and they didn't find that suspicious. And now we're starting to see why. Well, and then you got and then you got, you know, in the United States, you got Fauci. 
Floundering a little bit, it seems. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently you know. he's under investigation for his financial dealings. Oh mm-hmm. yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chinese investments, yeah. Chinese investments, and uh, and and. Uh, oh, I saw. Does, does, yeah. does, does he have something like like ten million or ten billion tied up in something or well, other? Well, they said like the number three or number four most invested uh, company by members of U.S. Congress is Pfizer, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, yeah. back in 2011. Pfizer was on there, but it was like well down around like 27, and now yeah. it's it's you know number four. And then in turn, Pfizer supports our mainstream media, most of the advertising in the major networks. And the fact checking. Oh, and the fact checking. Yeah. Don't forget the paper. Yes. The fact checking. Big happy soldier. As they said, you know, the, the the medical science model isn't working, yeah. but the business model sure is. Oh, it definitely oh. works. Yeah. Fuck. The science is always changing depending on the money. <laughs> you know what? Hearing that, hearing that come off your lips, Jesus Christ. I, I'll tell you, I can't believe though, people that are staring right at it. It's funny because you, you take them all the way down the logic line and they get right to the end. And you go, okay, look, look, look. I love doing this with people. I sit down with them yeah. and go, look, look. Can we agree that politicians are mostly like liars and, and, and crooked and can't be trusted? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, and, and follow me, keep up. Pharmaceutical companies, they they don't care about profits, they care about people, right? Oh, fuck no, they're all about the dollar, right? Okay, so like, who's to say that, you know, the politicians and the big pharma companies don't get together and set up a system that, you know, can't fail? Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Right? And and so like, but that's what's been suggested. A lot of information like that is out there. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely looks really damning, but I mean, they're not allowing it to get out into the, the mainstream. The fundamental thing guess- for a lot of people, and I was in that camp years ago, I'm yeah. sure at one point, is that they can't actually fathom that the people in charge mm-hmm. are, you know, mommy and daddy government and um, especially the doctors and nurses, they, they can't believe that anyone would want to hurt them. Like that or someone that someone could or li- or lie really evil, really callous, really uncaring and doesn't give a shit and will hurt you. Right. Like people are innocent in that way. It's weirdly mm. naive. They don't think that someone would kill them, which is which is really I know multiple people like that. They just can't comprehend the fact or the idea that someone would do that. Right. They just can't. Well, Surely it's a misunderstanding. You know, right. they couldn't be evil and have done this multiple documented times <laughs> in the past. There is two types of people in this world. Those who have read history and those who haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, now you've got, you know, the circus that's going on down there. Although Ron DeSantis is doing a real good job in Florida. That looks pretty yeah. cool. I hope he wears a bulletproof vest oh, and drives man. around in a bubble. Right. Like that guy. I hope they take care of that guy. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's definitely been a beacon uh, for freedom in, uh, in the United States. Really glad to see, you know, other states following suit now, uh, abandoning certain restrictions and mandates and Supreme Court ruling. That was good. Um, you know, they definitely got some good news down there. You know, to go along with the bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, of some of the other things that are going on. Well, def- oh, what about the uh, shortages and the related oh. uh, trucker strike? Oh That's yeah. Well, major. you know, th- 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 there's there's a mixed bag type situation. Like, I mean, you know what? Like, they they often were talking. Well, they were talking about shortages quite a while back. And you know, if if there's 
it's good to see people standing up for themselves and doing what's right. I'm just not sure uh, about the impact of this one. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, if the truckers, if the truckers protest, yeah. like, first of all, I have seen nothing online yet. I'm willing to bet that they're not going to show us that there's about a half, half billion trucks down by, you by mean, like, in Ottawa. Media is not. Yeah. Sure like I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything so far, but I'm willing to bet, like, I mean, on a Friday, uh, I know they were kind of moving to go down to Ottawa to do their protest. Yeah. I'm curious to know how that, uh, that's gone. Yeah. I've seen some little video clips here and there of trucks rolling out and people, uh, commenting, you know, on various chat boards and talking about it, but it really seems to be kind of grassroots chatter and, and, uh, not something that's being shared really widely. Well, the other thing too, is I'm sure they'll just create a new law saying no idling trucks in downtown <laughs> Ottawa. You know, we, we made a new law. Yeah. We can't be within one kilometer of, uh, Ottawa or parliament and, uh, they'll enforce it. And of course, you know, it under penalty of losing your driver's license, you know, like it, it's, it's insane. When, when this pandemic started, there was discussion in the States, uh, amongst various groups, um, truckers, especially that were talking about striking back then. And they were like, you know what? we're all going to suffer for a while and there's no other way. Like, they're perfectly willing. I think it was when they first started talking about the mandates and they said, we definitely will shut everything down and we'll starve and we'll push their hand and we're going to force like, you know, a revolution, a, a war because they, for a lot of those people, that's the final straw. They will stop everything. Well, you know what? When we and they're got- not wrong too, are they? No. It's a bit of a, a bit of a dilemma here because mm. I don't want to suffer either. Just like I'm sure you guys don't, but. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely looking like it's about to get likely. I'm seeing some of the uh, store shelves go on empty, and uh, I definitely think we're beginning to see the impacts of that. But let's, I want to, I want to take off in a more positive direction. Um, definitely that poll. I think what were we up to something like sixty thousand people have been polled, mm. and we we crushed that one as well and we'll never see that one again i think what was what was that city yeah, city they take t- it down they t- well they, 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 they're only up for a, a, a really certain bad, amount of time but i mean they keep on losing these polls so terribly and uh, definitely you know knowing that 90 percent of the people did not want to see uh, the unvaccinated uh, incarcerated or you know denied health care was actually kind of you know it was it was uplifting it's to especially see it. uplifting when you see that on a star poll yeah yeah, yeah. i saw that star where else global a lot of them that we, are, you know, far more center or center left. You know, we've still, we, de- we definitely have caught some breaks on uh, national television. I've noticed that we've got, a, you know, a few things going our way, it seems openly. And, uh, and, and it's tonight. I think it was uh, CP24, right? They had the reporter up there. Of course, there was this horrible shooting and a 13-year-old shooting a 15-year-old in the greater Toronto area. And of course, Toronto's become a bit of a hotbed for violence and, uh, you know, gang-related, uh, you know, activities and drug activities. And of course, the uh, the, the accompanying violence is, is obvious. But this tragic event occurs and they do get this 13-year-old under arrest. And of course, uh, someone from the brass gets up in front of the podium and says, you know, it's safe to say that, you know, handguns have proliferated our city, you know, and it's like, yeah, there they are framing, framing the handgun ban, you know, because a 13 year old shot a 15 year old, right. Who probably in all likelihood, because see, you can't have a gun, right. Legally in this country when you're 13, right. This is, if nothing else highlights, right. That children are able to get their hands on firearms illegally pretty easily 
But uh, to see uh, a reporter get up there and to say, look, uh, in, in my 15 years of reporting experience, I've never seen a, a legal gun used in one of these crime scenes. And to hear him say those words, I got to tell you, whoever that guy was, right, that reporter and uh, whoever it is that uh, fed him that information uh, because he had mentioned talking right, to uh, someone from uh, uh, police staff right, that you know, legal, legal firearms, illegal firearms being smuggled in from the U S is the real problem. Okay. And not legal gun owners like to, to hear that out loud on a, and see it on a major platform. That was like, for me, that was a very redeeming moment. I don't, I don't even care, you know, um, like personally, I just, I love the idea that a lot of people heard that. We need to hear from more people who actually know what they're talking about yeah. in that respect instead of, you know, the politicians who people? don't and the whatever reporters. They know nothing about it, but they're feeding public opinion. Oh, which, by the way, I have to mention it. Uh, Ron Chinzer, uh, I believe is his name. He's with the Toronto Police Service. Uh, you know, seasoned guy. Uh, seems to have always been involved. Saw a great video of him. Uh, Ron, if you're listening, you know, you look like a child when you did that interview uh, ages ago about getting involved, you know, in the communities and the schools. And uh, I saw that one go up and I laughed. I was like, does he have hair? <laughs> and so he, uh, Ron, Ron now is spearheading a fantastic movement. And quite frankly, uh, it is exactly what what everyone needs it's not even us or them it's like ron actually his approach to things is very community-based and he believes in like diversion programs like getting kids away from gang culture before it even happens and and, and he he has a lot of great ideas but to, to see ron openly you know kind of agreeing and saying that legal gun owners are not the problem you know, as a, as a, uh, a ranking officer in the Toronto Police Service and, and definitely a, a fantastic spokesperson, I think he's on to something in terms of getting some like real effective solutions to these crimes, which is what I think everybody wants. I think everybody deserves. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I disagree entirely. Why? I don't think you're right. I don't think people want that at all. You don't think so? Nope. They don't want they don't want the violence to stop. Nope. I think they want. Which they, people are you talking I, about? I think. I think the people that want our guns gone want our guns gone. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no doubt about that. And that is the overriding, most important political concern right now to the politicians and to the activist groups. We want the crime to cease. Yeah. And most of the non-political types want the violence to cease. And I'm sure the police want the violence to cease, although let's be fair, it's business. It keeps them funded. So, so the reality is, is the politicians want votes, and by constantly demonizing gun owners and by chasing this bugbear, which is gun control, they get that. They get they get that, you know. But the the I don't believe for one second the activists want the violence to... I don't I don't know what the hell they'd complain about if the violence went away. You think they'd be quiet? No, they'd find something else to complain about. Because that's what they are. They're complete and utter pains in the ass. That just... They, they are completely worthless people who, who, who offer nothing to the world. So in, in order to feel that they have some kind of relevance to the rest of society, they have to have something to bitch about. And in their complete and absolute ignorance they're able to to 
slather the uneducated with their with their vitriol and their nonsense and um it makes them feel self-important and i don't know what they do without the violence and the death if they didn't have the graves of children to dance on i don't know what they do <laughs> i don't know what they do <laughs> alan drummond what would he do he'd he go back the, uh... to being a piece of shit doctor who can't do his fucking job <laughs> fucking guy Brian. i'll call that prick out anytime <laughs> he's awful you mentioned the graves did you hear what they were posting yes, this week yes. speaking of dancing Dancing yes, on graves, dancing on which graves. our government and a lot of activists did for a better part of the year, yeah. talking about the 250 plus young children Don't who had been 750 murdered. children. Not okay. a body's been and, found, and not and one. The, I mean, and there not was one. real, like, not, to be, not one. To be one. serious with you, though, there was real pain out there in response to this. There were a ton of people in the Native community very triggered, very upset uh, for a long time. And it is coming out that there is not a single body, you know, after all of that fuss and all of that pain and all of that, you know, hate well, and, and, exchanged and that, back and forth. Well, and let's, and let's not be disingenuous the way that they are. Okay, so we know where the graves are that we know of. What they're talking about is the unmarked graves with extra bodies that we didn't know about that yeah. they said they thought existed. Yeah, because there so were there's there, known there are graveyards uh, community there. graveyards right. there right. and there had been tombstones burned away but, in fires but, but, and the locals said that. But not one extra body yeah. has been found and even in some of the graveyards where it's like, well, as many as however many children uh, they suspect could be buried there, they found stuff like, you know, um, uh, you know, like garbage dumps and so on. Yeah. Okay. So they weren't, they they weren't did, graveyards. They had did, been reading did, oh, like, through the ground and and based on their you know their findings data, yeah okay so um, they thought they had found like a ton of bodies did, did we not like cancel a holiday over some no, they of they created a holiday they well, created yeah. a holiday well, Trudeau needed the a day to go lowered. he needed him yeah remember he was he was surfing on that day um, so all the all the liberals who feel that you know he appropriately called attention to a, a, a serious issue it was so serious to him that he ignored the invite to come and speak to the First Nations and instead he went surfing your leader went surfing which is also really dreadful like i genuinely feel for people yeah. who spend a lot of time in their days uh wanting to work on reconciliation and issues like that in their community and they think the prime minister is coming to talk to them and give a shit about what they're going through nah and, i'm going yeah. surfing instead you know what hey, don't, i got waves don't. to catch I'm, you know what? Oh, hey I'm listen gonna... i'm a word i'm a world leader okay i don't have time for that whatever right you know what so fucking sad so arrogant arrogant like i mean honestly by now folks if you can't see it christ just look at it for a second he called people that don't get the vaccine misogynistic yeah, racist ra it probably raises like i can't believe well, it. he said it's a small group but they're taking up space well, he, well you know what he, and he does he did it in french right he did it in french because you know what we he we Fuck, some of the things I've seen yeah. coming out of Quebec, I got to tell you. During the elections, he always had a different speech for the French, and it was quite a lot more aggressive, yeah, uh, right? totally 180 on some of what he said. Well, you know, uh, and, and, and out of Quebec as well, I saw an interview the other day with uh, these little children saying, what do oh, we do? What, 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 what do we do? Yeah, we what do we, what do we, that, what right? do we do? What do we do? I call the police. Oh yeah. What, what else do we do? Well, tell oh. them what it was in case a listener doesn't know what you're referring okay, to. Okay. So there's this interview with these uh, two children, at least a, a one girl, one boy. It looks like the uh, young boy is, is, I don't know, maybe what, seven, eight. Yeah. All right. She looks like maybe she's like 12 or 13. 
14. And, and they're asking them questions, right? That honestly, and it's in French, but like, you know, what do we do, you know, with the vaccinated, right? Like what? What do we do with unvaccinated? Unvaccinated, sorry. Yeah. Unvaccinated people. And, and to, to hear, you know, the little girl say, and I'm, I might be paraphrasing, um, we'll just keep taking things away from them until yeah. they submit. Well, first they say, call the police. Call right. the police. Yeah, call the police so and then these, take things you know, away. When I was a kid, we were what? taught about calling the police for things that were super, you know, life-threatening. Yeah. And, you know, what do you do <laughs> if you're in trouble? Because, you know, a man grabs you in the park. What do you do? <laughs> call the police. Like We have that drilled into us, and that's good. These kids are being raised to think that, you know, a neighbor not wearing a mask or, you know, someone, you know, that may or may not be unvaccinated for a particular virus. That's a reason to call the police. They're messing with these kids heads. Well, let's let's face it. I mean, Justin Trudeau has to appeal to an eight year old to be on the same intellectual. Level, and he so. does. Have you seen how he addresses children repeatedly? Oh, my God. Listen, it's so creepy. My, my child messaged me one day and said, Mom, can we just get Justin to please stop talking to children directly? <laughs> it's really creepy. I think he probably took lessons from Biden on the island. Uh, yeah. You know, I was going to add in, I remember uh, Sarah sent me that video of uh, Quebec, what they were doing with those children. I yeah. just, I couldn't even believe it. I, it was frightening to watch. It, like, to me, it was like children of the corn. It's like, what do we do? We call the police. It's right? sad. My only hope is is <laughs> um, the fact that kids are resilient, you know. Uh, they I really are. So. And I pray that this is over soon and our kids have a chance to bounce back because the repercussions are horrendous everywhere okay and you know what listen before before we finish tonight i want to talk about a couple of things gun related because we are called the american not the american the canadian gun vault um for a reason i'd like to point out <clears throat> that we got our hands on a, a couple of a uh, couple of new items uh, just to test them out a, a winchester model 12 shotgun has uh, recently come into uh, our possession and I've never really gotten a close look at these things, but like, they're a lot of fun the way they take down and Heather, you've been exposed to this. Now this is a, mm -hmm. what a little 21 inch pump action Winchester model 12 shotgun manufactured in 1960. She's gorgeous and she's got a cuts compensator on it. So much character. It does. It does. It is actually a really, really cool gun. And uh, you know, I, I just was curious to know how you were finding, you know, like taking it down and like, Working well, with it you a know bit. what? I I wasn't uh, interested in trying to shoot skeet with a pump at all, <laughs> and uh, but I do want to see if I can master using one properly because to be honest, I've always struggled with pump shotguns. Like my my reach on my left arm, it's just inadequate. <laughs> You're tiny. <laughs> There's, it's hard. <laughs> there's the, well, you know what? We're going to give you a workout. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and then there's remembering to, you know, quickly rock it when you're trying to shoot doubles. And I forget every time. So it's, it's kind of like I was comparing it the other day to driving, um, you know, automatic or manual. Yeah. I find it like that, right? Like there's this extra clutch bullshit. It's, <laughs> it's that one extra step that, uh, I am really not used You've to. So I want to practice and this gun fits so I can. You've been you've been spoiled with some uh, high quality you know over and unders yes, right with I like them. Browning Satori's and uh, I think you even had a chance to shoot a few uh, uh, 
uh, paratsis. I think whether you realize it or not. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even know Pe- what I've people, shot. <laughs> people, have gotten in, people have gotten in the habit of handing Heather uh, different guns to shoot because she shoots them well. And it's fun to watch uh, people sort of uh, enjoy you know, you shooting their firearms. And, and I mean, I've had... I've they had do. A, They're very friendly and always happy to land. I do get a lot yeah, of cool stuff handed yeah, to the, me. Yeah, the, uh, the places we shoot, God, they, God bless them. They've been really, really uh, warm and welcoming. I encourage everybody to get out there and, you know, join a gun club. You'll f- definitely find some fantastic people in uh, these environments. And I, uh, I, I encourage everybody to get out there and uh, give it a try. If you know someone who uh, owns firearms and has been uh, itching uh, to get you out and you've never really taken them up on it now might be a good time you know to uh, get out there and learn how to safely use uh firearms you uh, might be surprised uh at how enjoyable it is anyway we'll uh we'll call it a night there i think we've uh, come up in about uh, 45 minutes we hadn't done one of these in uh, quite some time so i'm glad we got together to do it it's uh, it's been so much fun seeing you guys again uh, heather all right simon all right brian thank you so much for joining me tonight Good night. Night. Good night.